You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's curtains up on a very special episode of West of Broadway, a celebration of musical theater on the West Coast. I'm Will Armstrong. And I'm Wendy Rosoff. And we are here with I Am a Theater, and um, it's at the Los Angeles Theater Center yes. here in downtown Los Angeles and for the production of Found. Yes. Are you familiar with the show? What do you know? I know so little about this, which is why I'm so excited. I only know that I have a bunch of friends in it, um, and that Hunter Bell, who is uh, who wrote title of show, and something else, what's the start here now, whatever that yes. show is, um, he's one of the co-writers on it, is that correct? Very good, very good. And Kat Burns, who is an amazing choreographer. From My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And many other theater. Yeah. Emmy winner, yeah. You know, just a few things. Yeah, she's the choreographer. And Story Pirates is involved with this, too, I just saw, which exactly. is so cool. Yes. Yeah. No, it, I mean, so basically, I don't want to give too much away, but the, um, it's based on the magazine Found. Oh, right. Which is this group of friends found a bunch of, like, either notes or grocery lists or just, like, little, just pieces of paper where people have written things down, and they published it. Yes, I heard about that, actually, a long time ago. Yes, uh, I think back in 2001 it started. Yes. I got to speak with some of the cast before, and yep. we're going to talk to some more after. But Yay! It, like, I mean, I know we always talk about how musical theater is thriving here in Los Angeles, but these people are on the ground floor, and it's just like, it, you can just see how special it is. It's now, really- is this the original production of it? Is this a premiere, or has it been mounted elsewhere? It's been mounted in the past two times before, at like in like fringe festival kind of things, oh, okay. um, and it, it keeps it like. But this is very much constantly evolving. Like these actors, uh, like they're getting new slides at the beginning of each day, and by the end of the day, it's rewritten. And so it's like they're really creating something, and they have their own stamp on it as well as something that's been around and has won awards in the past. But it's just this really lovely story of friendship and what the research I'm seeing uh, I'm, uh, that I'm, what I'm gathering is how it's important just to, to keep your eyes open about what's going on in the world that's what found magazine is I love that and I'm so excited to see this tonight what well, a treat yes and so the theater is uh, filling up right now I see that and we have press passes and we have little names on our seats we are so fancy I can't even believe <laughs> So we're going to go in and we're going to catch up during intermission. Yes, we'll report back to you guys. Super. All right. Talk to you soon. So the star of the show is Jonah Platt, mm-hmm. and I actually got to sit down with him. And um, he was he was coming to the theater right before he got ready for the show. And he gave me a little bit of time, and I got to ask him a bunch of questions. Oh, and awesome. get to know him a little bit. And Great. I would love to play that right now. Let's do it. Jonah Platt, welcome to West of Broadway. Thank you. I am super excited to be sitting down with you right before the show starting to talk about Found the Musical. Can you talk a little bit about the show and your character? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go in reverse order. So Please. I'll talk about my character first. Love it. So my character is Davey, who is based on the real Davey Rothbart, right. who uh, has been to see the show a couple times. Seriously? Oh, yeah. It's oh, been wow. very He lives here cool. in L.A. Oh, he lives in L.A. Right. He actually uh, did a found show of his own after our show on Saturday night. He did oh like a 20-minute set of him reading finds. Incredible. Which is awesome. He's doing that two more times. Wow. Um, but I, So I play Davey, who is this real guy who um, was inspired by these real notes and letters and flyers and just pieces of people's lives that they left strewn on the streets. Mm-hmm. And um, the comedy and the 
feeling and the poignancy that these notes brought about in him led him to create this magazine called Found Magazine that is a collection of all these notes and letters. Um, and it's uh, our show is about Davey and his best friend Mikey and his friend Denise uh, creating this magazine together, going on this journey and trying to do something they love with people that they love. Incredible. And the this production, I feel like, I, when I was doing my research and I was learning about the, because I didn't know much about it at the beginning, but then I saw the creative team and the the ensemble and the cast, and I was just like, holy cow, like this is a magical group of people. Like, it is it, a really great group. What's it been like putting this together? It's been really unique. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, seeing the creative team was part of the reason why I was so excited to get involved in the first place. Absolutely. Um, and then um, th the nature of the show is very... Um, collaborative just because you have all these different notes that come to life in the show a lot of the content the songs and what I'll call like pop outs are literally these real life notes themselves and to bring those to life our cast the ensemble portion of the cast there's six of them have to play basically a dozen characters each and to do those well they have to it has to come organically from within them so that was such an organic process of them putting themselves into those parts and then the quote-unquote core four who are like the people which is Davey, Denise, Mikey and Becca um, we got to bring a lot of ourselves to this show too and you know swapping different things in and out and trying scenes and that doesn't work what if we did this what if we did that our director uh, Moritz was so open to ideas and conversations and it really was intensely collaborative more so than any show I've ever been a part of. So the musical's been around since like 2005 is that right? In different iterations. In iterations. Yeah. So that's great that it's still evolving and you can still put your stamp on it. Very much so. I mean when it started it was really just a sketch show of the notes. It okay. was like the notes as musical numbers <laughs> and then they got to do it at the Atlantic and the Atlantic was like okay turn this into a book musical so they sort of reverse engineered a story out of it with already having a bunch of these musical numbers. Right. And now this is sort of the first time since that that people have gone back in with the Moritz is the first director who wasn't one of the writers mm -hmm. to actually direct it. So an, an outside eye mm -hmm. to really develop the material and try new stuff. Incredible. Uh, you are... Bicol still? You're in New York and L.A.? Where, 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 uh, so I'm based in L.A. and my family is here, mm -hmm. but I go where the work goes and a lot of the time it's in New York. You just recently made an announcement that you're heading back east. Yes, I leave the day after we close. Congratulations. Thank you. To uh, reprise a role that I uh, played in the world premiere two years ago of this show called A Walk on the Moon. And now we're doing it, uh, our East Coast premiere. Fantastic. Yeah, so That's I'm excited about that. Very, very cool. That's great. With found the musical mm -hmm. when people come enjoy the show when they walk away what do you hope they leave with what's the takeaway that you hope people leave with well i'm I've, we've gotten to see it a little bit of what people are walking away with it it's all you could hope for which is people are incredibly entertained mm -hmm. which is sort of like the basic bar with this show because it's so funny and these notes are so wild and crazy and the cast is so good at baseline, you hope people are like, wow, that was a really fun, hilarious, entertaining show. But what they're also walking away with, which is like the most you can hope for, is people are sort of feeling touched. Mm -hmm. That this, this story has a lot of heart. It, uh, it speaks to a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. Um, it speaks to people at different points in their life journey. People who are searching for something. People who have found something. People who haven't um, 
thought much about what it is they might be looking or not looking for. So it's sort of hitting all these different things. And um, I think people are really getting invested in it and coming away feeling really satisfied, which is really just a beautiful thing. Nice. I feel like... I feel like this is a, a, almost a dying art because of, of writing and putting pen to paper is slowly slipping away. We're like, w w these cities are losing these little found notes that because people leave their shopping list or their notes on a, on a, in a text. Totally. And that's actually sort of a theme that's touched on, especially early on in the show, mm -hmm. which sort of is a little bit of what leads Davey to start looking for these notes in the first place is he wants to get off his freaking cell phone and be in the moment with people again and connect with people that and get off great. of social media and and these real notes that he can hold in his hand really mean something to him. Amazing. Well, I am seeing the show tonight and I'm excited for you to see it. I can't wait and I'm going to let you take off so you can get ready for your show. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Absolutely, and my pleasure. Good luck with the run and good luck with New York. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay, we are at intermission of Found. I am having the best time ever. It, the, uh, the entire cast is incredible. Oh my god. And the use of the found notes and how they correspond with actually what the story is going... It is so clever and so wonderful. It's, this show is so well crafted. It's brilliant. And I, lo I love how stripped down and raw the theater is, but then the use of the projections. Like whenever they, they read a note, they project the note on the wall. Yeah. And it gets, it's really... I, and the use of space too, and the way the cast is just hanging around on the outskirts and climbing up walls and popping up from behind the bar. It's so smart. I feel like it's a modern day tick, tick, boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Definitely that just, has that feel. That feel like it's a voice of this current generation. Yeah, yeah. You know? But um, and on a slightly different tangent, I just want to give you, as a audience goer, like uh, props for a, you have a sore throat and you got a lozenge and you waited. Okay, so one of my are we gonna do a theater PSA right now? <laughs> one of my pet peeves is when people unwrap um, candies while the show is going it's on. It's the worst. During a quiet moment, you wait till a big number. We were just talking about this for Margaritaville. Somebody took. 22 and a half minutes unwrapping a lozenge. During like a soliloquy. Yeah, just <laughs> the quietest moment of the show. You wait for a rock song. and you A big fat rock song and then you, uh, you get that lozenge and you unwrap like a wildebeest and then you throw that thing in. Yeah, you were, you, it was so deft and, and, and yes. I got so skills, well man. I you got too. skills. I was really proud of that. Thanks it was, so much. I was just busting. <laughs> okay, and, okay, so we are seated I want to say on the stage. We, say it, because we are. <laughs> and I have all my recording equipment in between. <laughs> You're straddling that equipment. And they were all dancing towards me, and I was like, I'm really eating into their dance space. Yeah, one time they were like cameling towards you. <laughs> so yeah, I feel. But so um, um, and yeah, it's there's every seat gets a different vantage point because it's theater, like. Around, like it's it, more than in the round. Yeah, it's it's uh, four dimensional. Yeah, even they're yeah. behind you. They're above you. They're around. above. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. But yeah, no, uh, so cool. Unique. Um, yeah, different. It, and the music's smart, great. It's catchy. Mm -hmm. It's a, and it's a lovely story. And I feel like there's a, it's such a, a a great message about unplugging and being present and connecting with people. And what weirdos everybody weirdos are. Oh my god, I, I love it. I, Not I, the cast. I mean, the cast are deliciously weirdo, but these notes because they're based on real notes i mean people are just amazing it's really incredible i can't wait for act two more later yes okay. bye 
Jordan Kai Burnett. Welcome to West of Broadway. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be sitting here with you in the lobby. It's, say the name of the theater. It's the Lodge. Oh, wow. It's yeah. the Los Angeles Theater Center Okay, um, so, in downtown Los Angeles. Okay, great. So yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to be sitting here in the Los, Ange Los Angeles Theater. See, it's hard to say. Oh, my gosh. I, I am. I am so <laughs> happy to be sitting here with you in the lobby of the Los Angeles Theater Center. There you go. We did it. What's crazy is I used to live on 6th and Spring. Oh, really? Right here. Yeah. I, I'm like... 2009? Yeah, it was a different time. People were talking about moving down here, but no, nobody, nobody did. was doing it. Yeah, no, it I think that once they built Grand Central Market, this whole place turned around. Yeah. I mean, not entirely. Like, it still feels like downtown LA. Like, you can't kid yourself. <laughs> it's a good time, though. A lot of interesting characters. And you live here in LA? I don't, actually. I lived in LA for full time, like six years. I moved out here from New York. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of moved back to New York. And then the last year or so, I've been. Um, Living in Las Vegas, hosting a show called Magic Mike Live. That is right. I did. Yeah. I read that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want to get into Found, but yes. I'm super curious about your career. Yes. I, I, you're hilarious on in, on social media. Thank you so much. I really <laughs> I, like the research I was doing. I was like, okay, this girl's really cool. Yeah. You know, I like to think that I'm like half cool, but people tell me I'm cool all the time, yeah. so that makes me feel great. Own it. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. gotta just walk into it. And uh, I I feel like we're very similar. I I lived in New York for a long time. Mm -hmm. Spent a lot of time in Vegas. Yeah. And I opened. The Palazzo with the Jersey Boys and... Oh, we could talk all day. <laughs> oh, we have deep history. Okay. And and then I've, I've lived out here in L.A. for a long time now. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and so your career... So touch on make Magic Mike real fast. Yeah. Just like, what are you doing? You're the... So I'm the MC of Magic Mike Live, which is basically, yes, it is a strip show, but it also is the... It's a comedy show. It's a dance show. You know, the dancers have danced for Beyonce and Britney and the choreographers have worked with Madonna and Janet Jackson and choreographed the Magic Mike movies and Channing is still very much a part of it. Amazing. And um, so the whole thing is sort of, it kind of was my dream come true. Like, sure. why don't you tell jokes for an hour and a half and watch boys take their shirts off? Like, yeah, why don't I? It's you know? <laughs> why don't I do that 10 shows a week, you know? As a, um, an ensemble, like a chorus boy in New York, I remember being like, Okay, it's not just I have to dance. I have to have a gym membership and look like a oh, stripper. Yeah, you know, and 100%. now hundred percent. And now strippers have to be dancers. Oh, like it, I it's, mean, it's yeah, this show is so uh, Magic Mike specifically is. It's not a strip show. Like, mm -hmm. yes, they take their shirts off, but you know, you got guys like singing, playing piano, playing the drums dancing that you've never seen before and then they take their shirts off and you're like what right. what heaven is this <laughs> it's so good and vegas is really fun like at first i was sort of scared because i'm like a fervent new yorker who has lots of la running through my blood now great but so i was a little bit like oh vegas but once you sort of realize that the strip is not vegas it's kind of terrific yeah no you're so there is it's um there's a balance of D there's desperate parts and then there's completely acceptable parts yes. that are totally wonderful. And they're really wonderful. So I'm having a good time sort of being between New York and Vegas and LA right now. Good for you. So uh, how did Found find you? Well, I was out in Los Angeles doing um, the encore production of Scissorhands, the musical, which sure. is an adaptation of the movie um, that we had done last Christmas with uh, my darling friend, Bradley Bradwig, who created the show and asked me to come back out and do it again, which timed out really nicely because Magic Mike went on hiatus because we're moving theaters. Um, so I came to LA and my manager uh, said, oh, there's this musical happening and you know, it seems cool and 
you know, you're in LA, so go go check it out. And I looked at a lot of the creative team who I had worked with, like over different parts of my life, like 15 years ago in New York or five years ago in like insane theater in LA. And they're just, sometimes you walk into a room, The uh, Moritz, who's the director I found, mm-hmm. was pretty much one of the only people on, on the creative team I didn't know. But I walked in and I immediately was like, ah, oh, you're my bud. Awesome. There was just, it well, just made sense. Well, that's the thing. Looking at the creative team, it's just it's like, nuts. how could you not want to be a part oh, of this? Oh, that's right. I mean, it, it, it is, we are doing it in Los Angeles and Los Angeles theater is, is really terrific and really coming up in a special way. But there has been an incredibly New York vibe about this whole show. The way that we work, the large scale of the show that's being done in this small theater, mm-hmm. all of it feels so much like the work I've done in New York. It has sort of that that really exceptional New York heartbeat to it. That is so, well, because the found started off in Fringe. Uh, I don't have, I think it started at Williamstown. Don't actually, I could be totally wrong. What I do know is that it had a small run at the Atlantic and then in Philly. And then this is sort of the third production that's happened. But we got really lucky, and we can talk about this later, but we got really lucky because the writers were so open to change. And Moritz um, is sort of this genius, like young genius, truly, truly. So as much as we didn't realize it was going to be a workshop, we were workshopping pages until the day before we had official opening. So the show has changed a lot from New York to Philly to now. And I think uh, maybe that's a lot of what feels so New York about it. It's just like, you know, you walk into rehearsal and you have new pages at the top of the day and then new pages at the bottom of the day. And um, yeah, just like so fun to be doing that kind of work and see it change and grow. And the writer's, uh, Lee Overtree and Eli Bolin and Hunter Bell being so open to changes um, was just, it's awesome, you know? It's always such a pleasure to do that kind of work. Incredible. This show opened on the 20th, which was just a couple days ago. Yeah. What have the audiences been like? Oh, it's just, well, f- the opening night was such a trip because it was so many musical people. Just, you know, hearts full of people wanting to come in and be supportive. Um, so opening was sort of this magical wild ride. Um, and then the last three audiences since then have been, I mean, steadily very, very responsive, super uh, engaged in the story and also in delighted by the comedy. Fantastic. So hopefully that just keeps, keeps going, going, you know, like hopefully people just keep liking it. That's like the dream, you know? Exactly. And so... In doing my research and seeing you on social media, I feel like the theater's done a really great job of really capturing the camaraderie of your ensemble. It just seems like a really fun group. Oh, yeah. We're really into each other. Sometimes you do a show where you kind of come and go. You take a few people with you. But this show feels a little bit like that summer camp mentality where we've just spent like two months together building this incredible show and now we just can't get enough of each other. Even last night, you know, we're in the middle of what went from tech week to previews to opening we still had family dinner after the show last night because we all just wanted to like play games and be dumb together yeah amazing it's really special that is it it it, i'm it shows online i love that and and it made me even more excited to come see the show oh yeah we have a good time fantastic Mm -hmm. so jordan kybernet i I know where we can find you because I've stalked you. But uh, can you talk about how people can track Oh, my you gosh. To- you can find me so many places. <laughs> I mean, not that many. You can find me on Instagram at J-K-A-I-B. And that's just like my normal Instagram. Yeah, it's everything. You can it's see a video of me spanking Channing Tatum, which is really fun. That seems to be the highlight these days. Well, I, 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 
I'm assuming it's intentional, but one of the reasons why I, I, I was like, I'm going to like this girl yeah. is on your website where the bio goes. It's just like insert it's, bio. Oh, <laughs> it says insert bio here. My <laughs> friend who designed my website, who's an absolute angel, has was on my ass about it for like a long enough that then I think she was sort of like, if you want to have a bio there, like you'll figure it out. <laughs> and I keep thinking, like, be an adult professional person. <laughs> But then I keep not doing it. So here we are. You know, I'm glad you're entertained by it because it is very telling of exactly the kind of adult that I am. Oh, my God. Um, But you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on my website, which is the same thing, jkaib.com. And then also, if you want, I have a band in uh, New York called Stop Thrust. Uh, We're sort of cool punk blues band. And uh, you can find us at Stop Thrust on Instagram. What part? Where do you guys? I'm sure you perform all over, but where? Where are you guys? Uh, based? Well, we're based out of Astoria, Queens. We met in a bar in Astoria, uh, and then we play at Rockwood. We play at pianos. We play all over the city, and hopefully, sometime we'll play LA and Vegas. But Please. I know, right? We gotta make that happen. Well, um, I know you have a show to do. I thank do. You, thank, thank you so thank much you for taking for the time to speak. Come with on, me. it was lovely. I really, I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to see you tonight. Oh, I can't wait for you to see it. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you so much. Bye. Bye. Obsessed. Oh my god, it's so good. I loved it. So original. Okay, and, and the takeaway is to hopefully to do what you love with people you love. That's beautiful. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. And I mean, it's 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 definitely something I can relate to. You know. Oh, I think everybody can relate to it. And I love how there were all sorts of um, relationships weaving in and out, and they were so complicated but the whole theme of it was just so pure and so, oh chair down so simple and um gosh so just good storytelling yeah it was it, yeah I, I i great great storytelling the staging i feel like in the oh, second act delicious just the whole fossey cabaret thing that you know what that was it was um it was an homage to that all that jazz number. Yeah, which, uh, you better be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, stop and yeah, think. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. brilliant. Oh my gosh, it was it was. And uh, Parvation, that wig, um, in the the number where they were all wearing her hair. The ensemble, the talent mm, in the ensemble. Uh, yeah, so great. It's just. I mean. Because it, sometimes it's just like three words that they say and the way they say it. Zingers, zingers. zingers. <laughs> I just became like my Jewish grandma. Yeah, it's zingers. Wonderful. It's incredible. Yeah. No. So. So Found opened on Thursday, February 20th, and it will continue to play until March 23rd. And you should definitely go get tickets, everybody. To purchase tickets, call 323-380-8843 or go to www.iama Theater Company. That's I-A-M-A theater.com. Iama Theater Company is amazing. Apparently, it's a bunch of actors that really want to tell modern stories yeah and yeah. they're also nomadic right they they uh, do their shows at different spots every yeah. show so I, I i definitely am a fan of this show and i really want to see what else i am a theater has to offer because I'm do we know super what impressed. what's next in store for this show i do not know but i will find out okay we're gonna find out yes. wendy it has been a full like I, I went to bed last night and i woke up this morning thinking about found so did i and then i rushed over here after a full day of work <laughs> yes um and so yesterday i got to meet jonah platt and jordan kybernet and and talk to both of them right before the show right which i was not able to join you i was bummed but i did see them after the show and i'm so glad i got to see them after just to thank them for their performances because yeah. it was wonderful it was incredible yeah. i actually kind of i didn't attack him but i did see jonah in the parking lot and i rolled down that window and gave him a piece of my mind to tell him how amazing he was good for you yeah thank you excellent mm-hmm. but um and 
but I was also so taken with how incredibly talented the entire ensemble was. Yeah, well, the ensemble isn't an ensemble. There is no ensemble. There are a bunch of individuals on stage, like, living their best lives. It's so it's so fun to see. Well, and, and, and you, as a working actress, like, I've, I've seen some of these people in the real world, in their natural habitat, with you before. And it's just like, you must have been such a proud friend to see them <laughs> just living their best life. I was life. a proud friend. And we actually are lucky enough to have... A friend here with us to chat all about the show, Parvesh Gina. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? Welcome to Western Broadway. Yeah, thank you for coming to our show last night. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to have been able to see it. And since we were just talking about this, right before you came, we were kind of talking a little bit about the movement of the show. Uh, I loved it so much. I love the choreography. But also, I'm curious to hear about the process, uh, about the staging, and also about the movement, because I felt like, because I know so many of you in this show... Right. And I've done shows with you. I kind of know a lot of signature moves. Mm-hmm. And I saw some some individual signature moves going on. Well, we were, I mean, like, there's, and I get it, like how, Will, you were saying, like, how Wendy knows a lot of people. There's a lot of crossover in L.A.'s theater community. Yeah. From improv, from sketch, from any of your acting schools. Yep. And let alone, like, the New Yorkers, the Chicagoans. So this show is really that amalgam of, like, a lot of John Rosenfeld Studios, yeah. a lot of JRS kids, some AMDA folk, mm-hmm. you know, like some teachers, friends of, people yeah. who have spoken, a lot of improvisers, and then a lot of musical theater folk, like the purists, kind of like, when I think of like Joan, I think of like, oh yeah, he's yeah. LA, but like, you think of him as New York, East Coast guy. For sure. And verse, and Mike Millen also. And then- Who I don't Mike, know, but wow. Mike has got that, who plays Mikey D, Mike's got that- and he's very young. I think he's like a baby. Wow. Is he really? Yeah. I think he's, I don't know how he, because everyone, I'm 40 now, so everyone is a baby to me. Yeah. But I just, he's got that quality that when you come on stage, especially in this show, which is very in the round, very, yeah. like, you know, show set on a bar, mm-hmm. you see the audience and they do kind of like smile and surrender when you see him. Yeah. You, he's, a, he's got that quality. He does. Like you, 100% you, you're you, right. He changes it every time, not in a bad way, just living his performance. Mm-hmm. And you just know like when he comes on, even he was sick as a dog opening weekend. Mm-hmm. He missed one. He missed sun, Saturday, Sunday. He, he missed Saturday's show. I missed Friday's show because of my ankle. I, I saw that you were wearing a brace, actually. Yeah. Wow. I did when wear you a brace. Were, when you were doing your Fosse it's, number. It's Jonah's wife's um, brace from when she did Grease Live. So when Jonah oh told God. me, like, my wife wore this with a broken or twisted ankle during Grease Live. So I was like, oh, shit, then I have no excuse <laughs> not to not go on and perform. What's the cover and swing situation going on for you guys? We've got the great thing, and I'm sure you guys have, like, now hearing about this, too. Like, we in LA need the understudy and swing sometimes more so than anything else. Yep. It is. It's why some people who work in, you know, we all work in everything in this town, like New York, but like here, there tends to be a priority to your TV film work. Yeah. Especially when your agents who don't get it, New York agents get it. LA agents, not so not much. So, much. so as long as they know, like, no, I'm free and clear for everything. So we've got talented understudies, Andy arena, who's a friend, is my understudy as well as Mike Millen. Mm-hmm. So he went on twice. He did both of his tracks. Oh, good this for weekend. him. How he, fun. Literally my person number four track and then Mikey D's. Yeah. And he killed. So good. He's great. I mean, cause like, that's the great thing. We do have so much talent here. Yeah. In this town. 
So then is there another swing that does Tom and Ryan's yep. track and, and then somebody separate for Jonah? Exactly. Or is there, okay. Three That's men. so luxurious, actually. Very. Three men, three women. So uh, uh, something came to my mind when I was watching the show because how the amazing, how you use the notes in the show and how you project them onto the wall. Right. When you were given those notes, were you given direction or did you find those moments? Because just to read them, it, it, it doesn't mean anything, but the, when you put the emotion or the or your own take on it, mm-hmm. they, they come to life. How did that happen? How did each one happen? And do they change between understudies and... Yeah, I think like anyone is going to interpret it. Like I can tell you a little bit. Just basic acting, I honestly think, to go like that actor nerd, I really think of folio technique. Okay. I think of like Shakespeare. I think of like you look at the original work, the way someone wrote something, their misspelling their lack of grammar, mm-hmm. their lack of, and their overuse of syntax, you know, when someone overuses a comma yeah. and semicolon, yeah. it just <laughs> lends <laughs> itself to maybe someone yes. who's persnickety. Like, if they're like, oh, I'm going to be very smart and use overindulge, you know, like, mm-hmm. so like, versus something, a, a find written in crayon yeah. with the backward A's, you already know age, you know education. Wow. So, not to nerd out like that, but literally, you just look at all that. Something typed on, you know, is like stenograph type old school 1950s typewriter is a lot different than like a Times New Roman or Helvetica or like Comic yes. Sans of like <laughs> Comic Sans. Totally. From like two, and then we'd be like, oh, this is late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, You'd exactly. know like the font kind of yeah. history. So that's where I always start with. And like a couple times we didn't have the original finds. There was a projectionist in New York at the Atlantic. When they did it, they've also done a production of this at, in Philly. Those have been the two main equity show productions. This is the third. So they've had the world premiere at the Atlantic, then the, um, a further East Coast premiere, regional premiere, and then this is the West Coast premiere. So I think it just changes from person to person. Um, my involvement with the production is my ex, Gregory Monsignore, mm-hmm. is good friends with Hunter Bell. Okay. Hunter, one of the co-writers, right. uh, title of show, sure. Tony nominee. And performer. He, we had met, we had seen Silence the Musical yeah. on a trip to New York before it even came to now, which is, I guess, the Hayworth is now the Dynasty typewriter, mm-hmm. but they did a West Coast premiere. So he's a friend, and I think he literally, they needed, you know, we, I think, everyone else is a, and this is just being legit, is a better, more talented vocally singer than I am. But what everyone brings is you're still actor mm-hmm. leading first, especially the improv and sketch background yeah. to play. 10 different characters at once. So Hunter, I was asleep. Hunter asked Gregory, would Parvesh do a workshop at New York Stage and Film at Vassar? And I, Gregory just tells me the story. He's like, looked at me asleep and was like, yeah, he will. <laughs> so I woke up with a job for oh, a week. Oh, that's great. Amazing. So we did it at New York Stage and Film. They were, Steve Martin and Edie Raquel were working on Bright Star yeah. that same weekend. Uh-huh. Following weekend, they were doing Hamilton mixtape, that little show. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hope it has legs. Yeah. One day what it a, might go What a group of schlumps you were surrounded by. Right? And so it was just so much fun, and we just got to collaborate. Friends like Christina Anthony, who's on Mixed Dish, Danny Franzese, mm-hmm. Mean Girls, everything, mm-hmm. you know, they were in it. So that's yeah. when we actually met and became friends, because we'd only rehearsed for like five, seven hours on that workshops contract. Yeah. And then we'd just hang out in Poughkeepsie for hours. Right. You know? So what year was that? 2013. Oh, okay. So this so is, seven yeah. years. Right. They did it at the Atlantic. I had a, I had a sh- I did, we did the backer workshops yeah. and everything. Lee, Bo- uh, Lee uh, Overtree, the Story Pirates artistic director, is the other co-dra- yeah, co-writer, yeah. and he was the director at that time. So it has and then that. Eli Bolin, who is co-op 
Yeah. And like, um, what's his show with John Mulaney on Netflix? Sack Lunch. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Oh, That's he Eli. Will is I'm a, obsessed with that show. Yeah, Eli. And Eli's amazing. They're, you know, Eli's Lee are Northwestern kids. So yeah. they've Fantastic. very collaborative. Mm-hmm. So it's been great. But then when they were doing it at the Atlantic, I couldn't do it because TV money called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did A to Z on NBC. And then my best friend, like brother from Chicago, who we still do like sketch fest, he came to opening night, Danny Pudi from community did mm-hmm. my track so he's and even lee i remember saying like we're not getting him just because he's indian does not indian american <laughs> yeah, track. Indian track. It's, it's just that we know you guys are friends and he yeah. he's and so his interpretation of this track was totally different wow it's so you know imagine like him doing like the to whom it may concern yeah it was just it was like almost hipster cool yeah yeah kind of but like just different like uh, 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 um, danny does a lot of like looks with his eyes oh, and, yeah. and i do mine like more squinty so it's mm-hmm. just different and it didn't matter because best joke get it and i just know that if someone else one of my my like quick snippet song in the show was a denise that jordan was singing uh-huh. until the day before opening and then they cut it from her and gave it to me as wow. a better yeah it just said like it's a better flow so how that rock star broadway belter sings is a lot different than character actor par right sure. right so it just but it all works i felt like she did all the homework for me right How to vocally track it yeah and then i just put my cool. b arthur like <laughs> speak singing match yeah you know um back phrasing <laughs> after it ridiculous it was fun but so, that's like a lot of my history with it like it's yeah. been and so when i am a who are fr- again so much yeah. crossover jrs right improv community nyu chicago kids like they're another one of like we all have like artistic homes and mm-hmm. families here so have, is and this your first I Am A production? First, uh, yeah, first full production. But I don't know how many cabarets, 24-hour project, re- the children reading, you know, uh-huh. the, the, when you go read and read out loud the elementary school kids' plays. Oh, yeah, the uh, story, the young, the great big storytelling bonanza. Every, yeah, a lot I've done town. a few of those. Yeah, it's so great. So they are very involved in the community. And so we, I just always figured like, oh, I'm just a friend of I Am A. Yeah. And when Stephanie Black, one of the artistic directors, who's a belter herself was like i want this show i was like all right we i know the producers victoria lang jamie salka from story pirates oh, so you were part of the process of bringing no 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 not at all like no. No, like i would just like let me know if i can do anything uh, great yeah you do stay in touch with producer of friends course. and then of course eva price who just won the tony for oklahoma the oklahoma revival right. she was she they all were in town How victoria great. was there still yeah. when you were here so they see this as this might be a version of it yeah. versus the big kind of proscenium yeah. kind of like Atlantic box, which is also not a big theater. Right. But I, it's really fun doing I, this immersive I love, vibe. I love the, uh, how immersive it is and the way it's done. Yeah. Um, everything about it felt, you know, sometimes with immersive theater, it feels like it's immersive to be immersive. Right. And you're like, right. Mm. but this one was so organic. It, the staging was super smart and, I loved watching everybody actually, you know, I being a theater nerd, just love watching everybody leave the stage yeah, the process. and have the process totally. and coming back on and, and how everything was working and just the, the mechanics of it. I really, I get up on mechanics and transitions. You're I'm right. so into it. We can see a performance anytime. We could, yeah. when they make a movie version of this, we won't get to see any yeah. of the wires and everything. Right. And Tony Kushner always said, 
I think like in his prologue to Angels in America, when he's describing it, you know, it's like 20 pages right there. Yeah, yeah. He says, no, when the angel comes, I want to see the stagehand. I want to see the rope, the wire, whatever you're using. It's okay. This is theater. This yeah. is not, I don't want it to be like the magic special effects. You should see the rope. Mm-hmm. If it gets stuck, that's okay. This is real life. So like when we come off stage, changing from one quick change to another, yeah. you should see us. They're not like, oh my God, they're seeing me. No, like I'm not. It's part of it's part of the storytelling, really. Totally, and yeah, not taking focus, it. but no. you just, it's where we're gonna go. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm. I, I I just keep thinking about last night and the musical production numbers that came out of nowhere. Yeah, and then went back into nothing. Like, if but they were so unexpectedly. You fantastic. and that Fosse number. Well, first of all, I talked to you about this last night, but you and that Jordan wig. Oh, that's Jesus. Fine. And then that Fosse number was a real highlight. So and there's one point where all of the ensemble members become versions of the the Jordan yeah, role. Yeah, we do our Jordan Kai Burnett impression. Oh, exactly. So and it good. is hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. And then right after and then and then in another point out of nowhere there's this found uh letter that is interpreted into a big Fosse number, yeah. which is just beautiful. It was really, really. I laughed through the whole thing. It yeah, was, it was, I, it, and it was so reminiscent of um, that number and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. And even so Ryan good. Garcia looks like Fosse yeah. a bit. You know, yeah, doesn't yeah. He? He's, he's got, got that, that beard vibe. and that body. Yeah. And but then, I mean, you have like what I love about Cat Burns, who is our choreographer, mm-hmm. and crazy ex-girlfriend. But you know, she's a stage gal too. Yeah. Everything led. She and Moritz are, you know, hand to God director i told him i saw hand to god on broadway and i was i get admonished for laughing sometimes i've been yelled at in avenue q and i remember hand to god what do you mean yelled at someone turns around in the front saying like you're too loud oh it's too loud and i'm like i'm sorry i'm laughing yeah avenue q i'm the same and i'm like too bad you are a vocal theater goer which i actually really love you have to be my laugh is like a gunshot though it's like (laughs) yeah but last night when something happened you were like There was like a kiss or something, yeah, and he yeah. literally was like, oh, and I was like, oh my god, he's so into it. But it's I love, so as you should anyway, be. Yeah. It's visceral. Yeah, we yeah. Should not like keep quiet. You yeah. Know? But Moritz van von Stupnagel. That's the best well name done, right? German, ever. German American. Yeah. He um, was just collaborative. He had this phrase that he would always yell like in the middle of stuff. It was always you'd be like, what are we doing? What show are we making? So he was just you know when you leave with that energy. Yeah. He and Cat worked well because. She leads with story and funny. Mm-hmm. Then oh. the choreo. Yeah. I, I learned that word because, you know, how they just like, well, do you want some choreo yeah. on it? I'd be like, yeah, actually. I want or some then, choreo. And then she'd be like, choreo. and then yeah. she'd be like, no, you don't need it. Just do your thing. Yeah. Like she'd be like, yep. end here, yep. start there. She'd leave Mike Millen a lot alone, yep. I think. But, and then, but in the Fosse number, we craved it. Yeah. We were like, no, choreograph it, please. We can yep. do it. And then you have people of all body types. Me, Which was so fun Desi, to watch. Dylan, you know, what Dennis talent. Dylan. She's yeah. amazing. amazing. But we are not all five foot ten, you know, sticks. Right. And so I love the fact that you pick the hot, uh, the hot guy, me and Desi, to do the Foss the number with Zara. And it's just... Why not? It was magical. I Is that fun? It. And I she, uh, I love Desi's it. like dance. We call her, uh, we call her <laughs> Fosse dance captain. You know? <laughs> because she, she's no, the she one. Great. She literally, I have to like always check her. And like, you know, that when we do that one slap up, I, when I know I'm with her, then I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. But she is the dance captain for that. Wow. As she should be. Why not, right? It's just, yeah. I love seeing real people move and dance. Yeah. Sing. And the immersive part, you talk about like, 
we had like a base costume, but like that's just part and parcel. Like I picked like kind of like a preppy persnickety mm-hmm. guy to even mm-hmm. be. It's nothing. It's just like yeah. a quick little glimpse because then we're going to jump into 20 right. different things. Right. I'm glad that you said that about going back to the choreography because that was exactly what my instincts were telling me, uh, you know, with the way she chose to right. where she put in set choreo mm-hmm. and where it was like, you need to do you here and, and here's the beginning and here's the end. Like, yeah. just do it. And something that she felt be like, so good as an audience member to watch. I can't tell you how satisfying that is. I'm so glad because it's a mix. There's some hard oh, ass yeah. I've got scraped knees, twisted my ankle a little oh, bit. Oh, you guys opening. are not, you're all over the place. Yeah. And that's a small, and it's then exciting. you just have to know like, okay, you check a bit like, okay, that guy has beer bottles yep. on the table. Yep. So we're not going to paddle turn with arms out. It'll just be above For the sure. head like wow. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Or that guy has a suitcase in the front row <laughs> on the stage. Well, Davey Rothbart brings his suitcase. <laughs> you know that suitcase that Jonah playing Davey always yeah. walks around with the find. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Davey oh, has, right. has a literal suitcase that he walks around and he's come he came to every show opening. He's even doing a few. I forget what dates he did one this past opening weekend where he literally legit brings out the finds and wow. does kind of exactly what Davey does at the what Jonah as a character Davey does at the beginning of the show. That is what Davey has done for years. Yeah. He actually brought friends AC, Christina and I to like a show at someone's house once just reading Finds he's got this devoted following to this wow. found zine. Well, it, it it is fascinating. It is. He's been on like I mean like all these years. Like now he's an NPR This American Life contributor, but he's been on Letterman, mm. Tyra show. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I, I I was completely captivated by it. It's such Not a simple. Just... Like he tapped into something that yeah. he gave voice to so many people who will never. Well, it's so interesting because it clearly the story is older than social media yeah. and yes. people being lost in their phone. But you guys worked that in, you yeah. worked the narrative into how the, how the, cause the, I imagine that founds are fewer and farther between because they're more digital now. I agree. And I well, think and that also we people get... aren't looking around for that. Like, you know, we are, our, our eyes are glued to our, to our devices. So do we see everything now? Post-it still. I feel like yeah. you still get a lot of post-its. Yeah. Stuff, but I still have, I even have a post-it app though. They post it as yeah, an app. right, mm-hmm. right. I do feel like digital trash and finds is becoming a thing, though, too. Have you ever gotten like a wrong email? Oh, forget yes. about like a wrong note oh. on your thing. Like, if your email address is just like one letter, one <laughs> number away from someone, you get wrong so emails. So, I'm not going to give any of the details of this away, but when we were in Edinburgh this summer, which yeah. Ryan. 30 I, minute musical. I, repla- so yeah. cross, I replaced so Ryan's track. So, I did all of those You're mail kidding. tracks. No. I was Dr. Ian Malcolm and Viper, <laughs> and I mean, it was ridiculous. What is 30 Minute um, Musical? It is um, just that. They're parodies of 80s movies made into 30 Minute Musicals, okay. and they're just quick and dirty and fun and ridiculous. Tom Detrinis from our cast is one of the producers and directors. I mean, he does it all. He's so talented. He left our show to go open... Drew Drogi's off-Broadway play. Directing that, it. Yeah, directing it. Yeah, he, left, he just, he does everything. Yeah. His to, delivery, like everything that he says is funny and, and, and nuanced and mm-hmm. has layers. Like, what a talent. Unapologetic, too. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He's such um, a talent. It's so fun to do pie shop with him because we- Pie like, shop. You, you got the blonde. Oh, so you got fun. The, blo- the bald yeah. gay, you got the oh, Indian gay, so good. and then we're the backup dancers. Wait, wait, so hold, we didn't even ever talk about the, um, the, the light, the kitty, kitty. Situation with the cats. Furry, cats. Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's I a real just, note. 
unbelievable. So, the, real so those listening, the, what the cats are cats production number uh, like everyone becomes cats <laughs> yes. for a moment because of the can you explain it's what the note good, is it's just a note that opens act two and it's just <laughs> a lovely you just think it's some kid or maybe old woman who wrote this note about <laughs> cats are cats lions are cats tigers too cats are cats they are usually orange yeah that's it you and know one of the things yeah that, now that i'm thinking about it like one of the things that was on my mind while I was watching is like this is like you're either five years old in the basement with your imagination unleashed right you know or you're on a trip like you're tripping totally. and you're gonna do a production number and that's what was so fun about it was just like unhinged <laughs> it was so great I think it's a lot of 80s 90s kids will like it yes because they'll remember like oh my god I used to draw with crayon exactly and paper and yeah pen. It's such a love letter to that time period, right. I think. the I thought the first act, at the end of first act, when the intermission happened, I thought I understood the show and I understood the, the flow. The second act was such a surprise because of the bigger production numbers and then the scene that you guys, the death scene that you do, like for what happened in January. Yeah, at the giant, it's the giant Tremaine number. Yeah, oh, that's always, that, that That hasn't really changed much it's just that's been the same since 2013 mm -hmm. because christina anthony was the original teacher now desi's doing it in this mm -hmm. production that's and so we would good. no i have a video of us like just hanging out i think we're probably like having have had some jack daniels or wine okay and we're like let's workshop it <laughs> and so we literally because we discovered it's not the kid who interrupts it's the teacher yeah who now has become more of a disruption. And that oh. just is just joy to me. Yeah. That you think it's like, oh, the kids weren't allowed back or they need to have a signed permission slip because they were bad. Mm -hmm. Then we you find out it's the teacher. That, <sighs> even when we did it at Vassar, at New York Stage and Film, Lee made us memorize that one. Yeah. And we did that on, you know, everything else was like just, you know, scripts and uh, music stands but we actually have done that so that's the only I remember that's the piece that I'll always and I've always been the doctor and I just love when you lose it yeah like, shut up <laughs> it's fun because again and it's also like you said it's immersive in a different way you totally yeah it's it's very unique the show is really unique I loved it we're and then Eli what you said about like how you've talked about some of the like we do not we satirize you know a lot yeah, of the oh music yeah. Eli's amazing with just knowing what uh, no, he's like, no, that should be a bossa nova. No, mm -hmm. that's a fast yeah. number. I don't know. There were so many different styles. What was a disco? There was like a heavy disco number. Um, I don't remember. Gosh, it'll it'll come to me. But they anyway, just, I mean, so like yeah, the, the, one song was like a robot. Like it was a very like um, Mr. Roboto mm -hmm. number yeah. that they cut. And like they had so many. I love it. And then you have. Something that I love is I think one of the best I want, speaking of musical improv, because mm -hmm. that's yeah. Wendy and I spent years doing that. Yeah. It's the best I want song for any protagonist. And it's so set up so simply. Like when we break it down, it's like, oh my God, paint by numbers. But then when you see it, it's just heaven. What do you want to do? I want to do something that I love and do it with people that I love. That's all yep. I want to do. Done. That that That's where he goes. Yep. That's Which was so goes. meta because in a way you guys – all love each other in the cast and you're do doing a show about wanting to do something like it was just like it can go on and on and yeah, on you can't not enjoy doing this show yeah uh, you, you just can't friends who have come like we, I, we were talking earlier i think off 
off record about C- uh, fr- another friend who's in the world, Stephen Guarino, who's mm-hmm. the CBS Diversity Showcase director, and he's friends with everybody, improviser himself. And he was like, "I wanted to be up there." Yeah, I that oh. this show like, made me want to be up there too. I get it. Yeah, and there, like everyone fun. like looks like, and he was it's like, a fun "I could one. Do, I could maybe do Tom's or your track." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah, I'm pushing mine to be the old man track. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the guy who's Doctor Dillamond and yeah, Wicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ta- Timothy Britton Parker. I remember him because he was in Rent. Oh, he was in, good. Thank you. And oh, so I remember Parf. thinking like, oh, he can always be the old man. Yeah, track. I love that. Very, how long is Found playing? We're playing until March 23rd. There is talk of extension already because we are selling out. Oh, good. We are. Oh, we already got emails even today. Like I told my friend, I bought a couple of tickets just in case. You know, like, have yeah. you done that? Like I bought oh, a yeah. few of the, yeah, yeah. the Gold Star tickets because I'm like, oh, I just don't want to be like my agent last weekend. Hey, do you have a ticket? Right. Interesting because Jonah has a hard out. Though. He does. Jonah's going off to Broadway to do uh, okay. Walk on the Moon. Walk on the Moon. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. I always want to say a walk to remember. I'm like, are you Shane West? He's like, wrong movie. <laughs> this is the Diane Lane one, I think, okay. or something. Cool. Yeah. Right. It's like a 1969 love story. Ooh. He was telling us about it. I'm like, bravo. Good for him. And yeah, we're like, right. what a, how lucky he gets to go from this. And right. And the family, they are, they're off to New York. But, Fantastic. But they are still talking about it because we're here and it, it is that it's a it's fun i get it like i would love nothing more than to go from our current four, four show a week schedule to impossible six or eight yeah. yeah yeah this is this is such a good time yeah and then i don't have to go to the gym during those days there you go yeah you guys are getting a workout for oh sure oh my god we don't leave the stage <gasps> yeah. jack so like it's just you have to know your track and you have to plan your pee break yeah <laughs> Exactly. Right? That's very a legit important. Thing. Or like, put on your depends. Well, now I've always wondered about like, okay, maybe I'll have that water bottle in the quick change. Maybe you will. Serious? What do you do? Mm, you cannot I mean, leave. You just do what you have to do. We don't even have late seating. You don't. No, that's right. They're very specific about it, and even I'm oh, like, I come on, all that. my Indian family are going to be coming in late. <laughs> nope. And so no, I'll, they're not. But now they're even hip to it. Like I can't even tell them. Like they'll be like, because now they know. They're like, why? What? No, this play doesn't begin at seven forty-eight. <laughs> You know, like if you try to give them like yeah, the 10, 12 yeah, minutes, yeah. they'll be like, no, they know now. <laughs> That's hilarious. They totally know. Funny. And so how can our listeners keep up with you? Oh, I'm just on Instagram at Parvey. It's like P-A-R-V-E-Y. And then Twitter is at Parvesh. Twitter is definitely where I go political and I'm angry. So it's my sure. jo- my George Conway moment. Yeah. So yeah. you can have sex with Kellyanne at home, I guess. Ooh, okay. And then Instagram is, Instagram is just like dog photos and videos perfect but don't you feel like we have to even talk about a show about like talking about social media and Mm -hmm. and connection i have had to compartmentalize my social media 100 percent. yeah right i could imagine like there's maybe i'd even if we still had like myspace or facebook i think i would have facebook i stopped yeah just because right now i'm just taking a break Mm -hmm. sure because of russia and cambridge analytica Mm -hmm. just like why not hold off here yeah but Twitter, I'm like, no. I even say, like, Twitter is political and me mad. Don't check in on me if mad I've had party. my meds. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, have I have a fake name and a fake picture. You do? Yes. Or your Twitter anger. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because, I, 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 yeah. As you, go on. Sometimes I need to set people straight. Yeah, well. And I can't do it with this big smiley face and be like, hey. No, but you're right. And I even, like, you know how Mitt Romney had a fake one for a moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't, like, what am I going to do? Like, hey, short, gay character actor <laughs> Indian American from Chicago <laughs> writing anonymously <laughs> now you're owning it yeah why not I appreciate that but I do um, Instagram has become I think a lo- little bit more one use tool like yeah. you know, joy 
joy, joy. Fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone uses everything. People might be flippant. Maybe their Twitter is like candy and bubbles and their Instagram is sure. political. Well, but I feel like it lends itself more to. The I am a theater um, Instagram is, is hot. I love it. They yeah, do a great th- job. They are, this company, what I do love about I am a is that they have the mix. So many NYU kids founded it. But they're all out here, mm-hmm. and they all work in Shondaland <laughs> shows. So yeah. they, they have that connection. But they're savvy. Yeah, they're very good about all the press, PR stuff, like the f- interviews, video stuff that they're releasing. Mm-hmm. Still, we've done for a bit, and that's not even giving anything behind the curtain. It's just like yeah. smart to do it. Like when we were not, if they had done it this week of opening, we'd been like, please leave us yeah. alone. We are working. The fact that they did it so early is yeah. actually a smart move for any company. Get your interviews, get all that press early, stuff. early before done. everybody's yeah, before anyone's memorized. Before, yeah. you. and I also love we have a WhatsApp group among the cast, mm. and I do this now kind of with like a lot of my shows because like eventually it's great to know like for the media be like oh my god traffic today or ugh did, what was wrong with the audience you know like any yeah. just kind of in chat yeah. in cast chat. And then once the show's over, it'll be like that thing of like, hey, come see my next show. Exactly. You guys will. It become, you know, we all have these community. little families. We move yeah. On. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, and thank you for your love best. and support of the show. But I'm it is. Fan. It's got that vibe, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's a goodie. All it's ages, special. But definitely yeah. not like, I would say 15, 14 and under. It's a little. Yeah. Just the, it's, it's just language. Right? It's language. And it's also got, you know, it's there's definitely kind of like some insider baseball humor. It's totally. just kind of like you need a little bit of life experience to get some stuff. Right. But still enjoyable. And those production numbers are a blast. Did you see that elderly woman in the wheelchair? I did. Was she was having a great oh time. Oh, my gosh. She was living her best life. We were just singing. Like, Sheila actually just texted in our group saying, like, does anyone know who she is? Because she's been thinking about her all day. I'm like, yeah. I, we like waved at her like when and we And you know what else? That would probably make her day. We I've done that so many times when I've been in a cast and we were backstage talking about an audience member and like just to know that the the cast was talking about her would probably just make her life complete. Yeah. You know what like I mean? Do because like I'm like when you see that sometimes, like a young person, maybe like a boring play or like an older person, like oh yeah. gosh, this is like uh, this is gonna be a lot of like <laughs> you know hip grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just love it. It mm. always just blows my expectation. Yeah, it's so great. Well, Parvish Chena, thank you so much for joining us thanks, here on Will. West of Broadway. Thanks, Wendy. Special <laughs> thanks, thanks to Jordan Kai Burnett and Jonah Platt as well for their taking time before the show to talk with us. Yeah, absolutely. We encourage all of our listeners to check out the Broadway Podcast Network um, and all of their fine programming that West of Broadway is a part of. And thank you, Broadway World, for always streaming our shows as well. We love you. We really, really do. For um, If you want to keep up with me, I'm Will Armstrong PR on Instagram and other social media platforms. And I'm Wendy Rosoff, Wendy underscore Rosoff on Instagram. Super. And remember, if you're ever looking for us, you can find us just, just west, west of Broadway. Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 